And here we go. Here we go. We are in December. Can you believe it? It's actually December 5th, 2022, 6 o'clock straight up, which means it's time for Real Talk Memphis. Uh, we are on the air, on air and online. Very happy to be with you. I am your humble host, Chip Washington, and it is uh, great to be here in spite of the weather. You know, it's going to be like this uh, every day this week. It'll be raining every single day this week. So, um Please be careful out there. Please driving. Look out for yourself and look out for the other person as well. But uh, uh, it's been seven days since we last corresponded, and I just uh, hope that you had a great week and a wonderful weekend uh, out there. You know, we're back and fired up and ready to go on this Monday. We have a good show for you tonight. At least we think we have a good show for you tonight. We hope you think so for the next hour. Sit back, relax, and uh, take it easy and enjoy a uh, great conversation with some great guests. We'll talk about the guests in just a minute. But uh, if you are trying to figure out how to get this fine piece of radio broadcasting, uh, there are a number of ways to do that. 91.7 on your FM dial live right now. Uh, we are on and we are also on the WYXR app. Uh, we are on the TuneIn app uh, and we are on uh, Facebook Live. As a matter of fact, in uh, tomorrow, after the show is posted, we will be uh, on YouTube. And as we are a podcast, when the show is posted, you can catch us wherever it is you get your podcast. So you got all that straight. I think you you look like you got everything straight on that. Okay, good, good, good. All right. So as we move forward uh, tonight, uh, our guest uh, lineup looks good. Uh, Michelle McKissick is my first guest. She'll be joining me in just a few minutes. Uh, she's a member of the Memphis and Shelby County School Board and uh, a few things going on with them these days. We're talking about the uh, selection of a new superintendent and some big news uh, this afternoon in reference uh, to their issue with Germantown, uh, the city of Germantown and the three G's, the schools in Germantown. Uh, so there may be an agreement in how they settle all of that. We'll talk with Michelle about that in just a few minutes. A little bit later, we'll be speaking with a young woman by the name of Alice Hart. Alice is uh, the creator, the executive director, and founder of an organization called Know Thy Worth. And that is uh, strictly uh, a focus on young ladies and uh, making the right decisions and make right, making the right choices in life. And, you know, having someone there to be a mentor, to encourage you and someone that you can talk to about anything, you know, at any time. So I saw her story on ABC 24 uh, a week or so back, and I just thought it was such an amazing story, uh, especially what she's doing with these young ladies. So I wanted to have her on the show. So she will be on the show a little bit later on. And in the second half hour, uh, a Memphis native uh, who uh, spends a lot of time in Hollywood, as in Hollywood, California. Uh, he's a producer out there, but uh, he also uh, created an event last year that he's bringing back again this year for the second annual Black Men Crowned event. And we will talk to the creator of that event. His name is Justin Hart. We'll talk to him in the second half hour and ask him who his honorees are this, this year. I looked hard. I did not see Chip Washington's name on there, um, but maybe it's a misprint. I'll have to check. I'll check, I'll check when, when I talk to him here in a little bit. But first things first, you know, we always like to celebrate you. Everybody has a special day, right? Even you. And uh, if you celebrated a birthday uh, today or over the weekend or an anniversary or some special time, this is your time of the broadcast. Uh, but we can't uh, uh, 
do the shout out in a proper fashion unless I say, hit it, Lola. A lot of birthdays on this December 5th, 2022. Happy birthday going out to Brian Malone. Happy birthday, B. Hope you had a great day. Lauren Smith celebrating a birthday today, as is Cynthia Parker Love. Debbie Williams, I'm sorry, Debbie Woods, happy birthday to you. Carla Woods Stevens, is her your birthday today? Betty Price celebrating today. Happy birthday to John Williams, to Florence Howard, to Sharon Myers. Happy birthday, Rhonda Uptown Vale and Renata Jordan. Happy birthday to each and every one of you. Uh, if it, I hope you had a great day celebrating. And uh, Lord says so. We'll, we'll be back here next year to celebrate another trip around the sun. Happy birthday, everybody. Thank you, Lola. So as we get into some news and notes here, uh, a few things to talk about. As I said earlier, uh, there there was a meeting this afternoon, a meeting of the minds between uh, the uh, folks from the, uh, the county commission and Shelby County Mayor's office and a lot of other folks involved in this, in this 3D agreement, the 3G agreement deal. And that is between Germantown uh, and the Memphis City Shelby County Schools in reference to a school transfer and, and things like that. Uh, we will uh, have Michelle kind of break that all down for us uh, in just a few minutes, but it's a pretty big deal. They've been talking about this for a while. Germantown, the city of Germantown wants all of their schools under the Germantown city umbrella since they, uh, you know, since they went, you know, to separate as a municipality. And uh, those schools, at least one of them, is under the Shelby County, uh, Memphis Shelby County Schools uh, supervision right now. So a lot of negotiation there. We'll talk about all that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, two teenagers uh, were shot yesterday afternoon. What else is new, right? 16 and 17 near Getwell Elementary School. One of them is in critical condition and the other is in non-critical condition. So this story has an interesting twist. As... Uh, they were being taken off to the hospital. There was a bit of a, uh, you know, altercation going on right across the street uh, between a couple, three folks. So as the police went over to respond to what was going on across the street, break up this little fracas or what have you, uh, two, two, two young teens, again, teens, one fourteen and one sixteen, uh, as they were t- attempting to break up this little fracas, the 14 and the 16-year-old decided they wanted to jump on the police officer and assault him. And while they were trying to assault the police officer, their mother came outside. And when mama came outside, she didn't want to break up anything. She joined the party. So she jumped on the police officer as well. So all three of them jumped on the police officer. All three of them were arrested, the two kids, to juvenile court. The mother, uh, down to, down to uh, jail east, and uh, she's charged with six, or well, all of them are charged with six counts of assault on a first responder. What kind of foolishness is that? That's all I have to say about that. You know, we're supposed to, you know, raise our children, and, you know, the way we want them to go. Uh, I guess she wants them to go kind of in her direction, which is in jail. And I hope they keep her there for a while just to think about all of this. Meantime, uh, there was a murder in Frazier over the weekend, uh, and three brothers, three brothers are responsible for that uh, particular murder. The victim, Christopher Kane, was shot and killed. 
Now, he had an altercation and an argument with one of the brothers earlier uh, in the day. Uh, so uh, when the brother left, uh, he came back. And when he came back, he came back with his other two brothers. And as soon as they knocked on the door and as soon as the victim opened the door, they shot him in the chest and killed him right there on the spot. So now all three brothers are locked up. One of them was charged with murder. The other two are charged with attempted murder. Now, we all remember the case, the very sad case, of uh, Reverend uh, Dr. Artura Eason-Williams a few months back that was uh, carjacked and killed at her home uh, by a couple of 15-year-old kids. Well, they've been going back and forth and back and forth on this court deal, trying to make a decision as to whether or not to, to charge them as adults. They appeared in court today. No decision. Once again, the judge made no decision because one of the attorneys for the 15, one of the 15-year-olds uh, still has not uh, gotten all the information that they need to proceed. Uh, so, you know, once again, uh, this has been delayed. Apparently, uh, one of the two, as I said, suspects needs more time. The other one, uh, there is a deal in place uh, to determine what the other 15-year-old is going to do or what's going to happen to him. Uh, but uh, they did not share that information because they wanted to do both of them at the same time. So Monday, next Monday, same time, same unfortunate situation. Uh, a lot of us are aware now that uh, Deion Sanders, a.k.a. Coach Prime, has left Jackson State University uh, for Colorado. Lola's shaking her head. <laughs> he left, he's left Jackson State, and he is now the new head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. Um, so, uh, after three years of success in Jackson, I'll give him credit. I mean, he turned that school around. He gave them exposure that they never thought they would get the national exposure. ESPN showed up down there for college game day. I mean, it's a big deal. And they won. I mean, he produced a winner. And, uh, so now I mean, that's what happens, right? You get your start, you do your thing. And then, you know, other folks are sniffing around and they, they need, that are in need of coach. And, and he's getting paid from what I'm to understand yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's Lola said. Jackson doesn't have much money. They shouldn't have the kind. They pay him five million dollars a year. Well, I don't know. They promised him five. They promised him five million dollars a year, and the contract is worth up to twenty nine million. So, uh, good luck. Coach Prime, uh, Colorado hadn't been good for, for many years. Uh, they, they're, I mean, they're not, it's at least seven, eight years that, since they've even been relevant in a conversation. But if anybody can do it, he can do it. I th my, more, my more pressing concern about all of that is not about him, but does this uh, revamp uh, the Southern Heritage Classic? You know, this was supposed to be the last year, it was supposed to be this year. Uh, so now that Dion, who is the one, by the way, who suggested that they move on from the Southern Heritage Classic, now that he's gone, uh, the show uh, is um, uh, I don't kind of up in the air. I know there was a lawsuit that was filed uh, against uh, you know against uh, Jackson State and some of the other folks who decided to pull out. Uh, it would be great if um, we had that again so people don't have to worry about it right now i think we'll probably hear you know some sort of a you know a, a agreement one way or another uh and uh you know we'll see what happens with that but uh you know yep uh dion was the one that said let's go uh and so now maybe uh, some depending on who new head coach is and 
and uh, how folks negotiate with Fred Jones, maybe we can, uh, you know, keep keep this tradition going. So that's about the the look of the news that I have for tonight. All the news and notes that I have for tonight. I was checking to see if there was anything else I wanted to add, but I don't. So we're going to go to our first commercial break, and when we come back, we are going to talk with uh, my good friend Michelle McKissick. Uh, she is a member of the Memphis and Shelby County School Board. Would like to talk about this is the Monday night edition of Real Talk Memphis. So glad you're with us. I'm Chip. Quick break. Right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest? or have a guest idea. Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Support for WYXR comes from Farmburger. Farmburger is your neighborhood grass-fed burger joint located in the East Atrium of Crosstown Concourse. Offering custom grass-fed burgers, seasonal salads, and more. Farmburger takes pride in their grass-fed beef and partners with local farmers such as Home Place Pastures, Bonnie Blue Farm, and Marmaloo Farms. For more information, visit farmburger.com. WYXR supported by GPAC, presenting Australian guitarist Tommy Emmanuel on Friday, January 13th. Tommy Emmanuel is known for his fingerstyle technique, live performances, and use of percussive effects on the guitar. More information at gpacweb.com. Music meets you wherever you are. A great record finds you, and the trick it pulls off is that it records you. The music always remembers who you were when it first hit you, and for the rest of your natural-born life, wherever you go, music can take you back to whoever you were. At Loaded for Bear, the way we approach art and brand design is to find our clients wherever they really are, meet them there, and create lasting work that captures who they are. Just like y'all, we're from Memphis, and we're listeners. Loaded for Bear is proud to ride for WYXR and community radio anywhere. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. Chip here, glad to have you with us if you're warm and dry and toasty uh, out of this rain here. So uh, we said at the top of the show that um, uh, the Memphis and Shelby County School District uh, has uh, had made some news this afternoon. And also, uh, you know, there also there's also a search for a brand new superintendent. So I thought I'd have my very good friend come back and join us again on the big broadcast. Her name is Michelle McKissick, and she is uh, a school board member. And Michelle, it's good to see you. Hi there. Can you see me okay? Can you hear me okay? I can see you and I can hear you fine. How are you doing? 
I'm doing great. I just left the school board, actually pulled over so I could talk to you. Oh, that's so, I'm, 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 look, I'm not going to hold you long, but I'm, I'm so happy you did that. I appreciate that. We appreciate that. Of course, that. anything yeah. for you, Chip. I appreciate that. <laughs> so uh, there was some big news this afternoon, uh, you know, about an issue that, uh, that has been uh, in the news quite a bit of late. Uh, talking about uh, the, the three G's in Germantown, uh, the city of Germantown uh, wanting, uh, you know, all of their schools back. They call it the three G's. And, and kind of, if, if you will, kind of kind of walk us through that. Had a lot to do with uh, once Germantown separated and became a municipality. You know, they wanted the schools to follow in their legacy. Uh, but 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 kind of walk us through all that, if you don't mind. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll try. I'll do my best. Uh, you know, taking this all the way back to like 2013, uh, you know, 2014, when the uh, merger, demerger took place. Right. And at that time, Germantown did not want those schools, or I should say they did not want to absorb all the students in those schools into their new municipal district. Right. When they formed their new Germantown municipal district. Mm-hmm. So that's how... Shelby County Schools ended up with those schools, the Germantown schools, and where they have been for, what, almost 10 years now. So um, over the last year plus, there's been a lot of wrangling, talking about bringing the the three Gs back into the fold, and also because of how it happened, Lucy Elementary, which is uh, uh, out in uh, Millington area, now by default, you know, Millington or Lucy Elementary would become a part of the Millington Municipal School District. Mm. So that's where things stand now. There's been a lot of negotiating. As you well know, there was a state law that was pushed through to say, if we don't work out some sort of deal by December 31st this year, it automatically goes to Germantown. And there's been a lot of negotiations going on behind the scenes. And that's where we are right now. So, Michelle, they wanted to offer, I think the initial offer was $5 million to the district uh, to try to get the school back. And now that wouldn't work because you're talking about, you know, obviously if one of the schools, um, you know, uh, these schools are in the Memphis Shelby County School District, you know, then you're displacing a lot of students. Am I correct in that? Well, you know, that's always been my number one concern is that we look after the students of these schools. I mean, they selected Germantown for various reasons. And so there's there's a real attachment there. And we just don't want to, you know, yank students from their schools. Um, at the same time, $5 million, that property is so much, all three of those buildings, way more valuable than $5 million. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, um, it, it's, yeah, $5 million is <laughs> literally just a small fraction of just, what those, just didn't cut those it. grounds yeah, are. So, so the arrangement this afternoon was to, uh, was to, was to, what, exchange a school, uh, you know, and, 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 and for what, uh, a brand new high school, I believe it's going to be built in Cordova. Am I correct? You know, well, here's, I, I don't want to overspeak and overstep because this has formally not come before the board. Mm. We have our board meeting tomorrow night, um, at 5 30 PM. So that's when all this will be formally put before the board. So I don't want to speak on what, uh, you know, until the board votes upon it, votes it up or votes it down. Uh, I, I can't speak to like, you know, what is going to happen because nothing officially has happened. There's been the proposals of uh, schools and believe the county submitting yeah. um, 
a significant amount of money. You probably have the exact do- dollar amount, but I think last I heard was maybe around seventy-two million or yeah, something like that. A lot of money. So yeah. that's what we're talking. Yeah, well, it's significant money, money that's you know that's serious money. It's like okay, we can talk now because it, you know to build a school, just one high school. We're, we're talking like $95 million. Sure. So it is not cheap at all. So now that puts that within risk because the thing is, those students who would be at Germantown High School, the schools that they would naturally default to would be like Southland High School, Cordova High School, which are already at capacity. That's such a gross area out there. Yeah, Folks are, you know, houses are being built. They're moving out that way. So um, that's why we desperately need, we can't just say, okay, we'll just put them in some other school without having them take a bus for over an hour to get to their school. We're trying to get away from that. Uh, if you're just joining us, we are speaking with um, Michelle McKissick. She is a member of the Memphis and Shelby County School Board. And we're talking about the, uh, you know, th- this whole Germantown thing. It was all this afternoon. I mean, all this afternoon, Michelle, it was just in the news feed. I mean, everybody was boom, 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 boom. An arrangement, an agreement has been made. And I did read that you all have not signed off on it yet. And you do meet tomorrow night. So, uh, you know, but I, I guess I, I guess in theory, uh, there is, you know, supposedly an agreement. And especially to build a new high school. Uh, but but there's, yeah, you're right. There's still a lot of moving parts to all of this. There, there are definitely a lot of moving parts. I knew I was kind of, I had a bunch of meetings today, but I knew there was a lot afoot because during, uh, we had another special call board meeting earlier, like I said, which I just came from. Uh-huh. And there was like, you know, a whole slew of media, a lot of news cameras that showed up. I'm like, at first I was like, what are they doing here yeah. at this meeting? This wouldn't be of, of any interest to them. But then it hit me like, ah, so that's what, what they're all wanting to get a, uh, some sort of perspective and, you know, soundbite from our, our board chair, Bishop Green. So uh, I'm going to switch gears here and talk about uh, the issue that a lot of folks are concerned about, which is the search for a new superintendent for the school district. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, there has been there it seems like there's been some processes put in place now. Uh, there is a website. Uh, there are some other things. So I just kind of wanted to to you to you to talk us through, you know, where we are in this process as we move forward. And uh, even the selection time may be sooner rather than later, which I know is something that you wanted. So kind of talk us through where you are now as a district uh, as we move forward to this very important selection. Right. Yes, we've made some really significant strides forward. And uh, we do have a new website that is specifically dedicated to the superintendent search. You can access it through our sdsk12.org website. So the regular Memphis Shelby County Schools website, there's a a link to it on that home landing page. Mm -hmm. And so what we've done is outline the process of how, what we're going to do. First thing up is getting public uh, input. Our very first public session from the community is taking place this coming Thursday, December 8th at uh, 6 p.m. I believe it starts. It's going to be held at Snowden Schools, nice big auditorium. Yeah. We're going to actually have a session earlier that morning for students, the students of our school district, high school students to provide some perspective. They're old enough. They you know, should be able to contribute as well. Mm-hmm. And as you said, Chip, I definitely have been um, leading and saying I would like to have us 
move this process along as expeditiously as possible because sure. there were some concerns in the beginning that we would maybe name a superintendent by July and hopefully have them in place by August. Yeah. Well, that's just that's just really a, that's very challenging to say for a position of this level to say you're going to hire in July and have them in place in August. The person could come from the Memphis area, so maybe they wouldn't have to move. But if they're coming from outside of the Memphis area. Um, that would be really tight to try to move their their you know their household here to Memphis, and then also just we want to have as much access to quality candidates. And superintendents are being snapped up like that, and so we want to make sure that we cast our net wide and we have uh, the pick of who's out there. So you know, and, and having said that, and, and and also because you know there was a lot of you know folks were starting to snap a little bit as at this process it started to ensue as to. The time, the timeline, and things like that, and several board members, including yourself, said this is just—it's too long. We need to—we need to consolidate all of this. But uh, the importance of uh, community output—I know that's always been a big thing with you, and and I know that that has been a big focus. The community uh, has expressed an interest in being uh, very involved in, in 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 how this process moves along. How important is that, Michelle? Oh, it's absolutely important. I mean, we, there's been so much change that's taken place within our school district. We went from Memphis City Schools to Shelby County Schools. We're now Memphis Shelby County Schools. So over the last 10 years, but this is going to be the first time in that 10-year window where we will have conducted a formal search for a superintendent. We kind of got started about four years ago, mm. but um, at that time, um, the will of the board um, was to, to move forward with a, a candidate that was interim. Um, but now the, you know, it's a whole, you know, if you get just one new member on the board, it's a whole new board. Well, now we have three new members on our board who were recently appointed and or elected. Mm -hmm. And so the composition really has shifted and changed. And so we were waiting to a certain extent, the board chair, board chair Green wanted to make sure we had all of our board members in place before we move the process forward. So that's what delayed it a little bit uh, from her perspective. And then um, you know, then we just wanted to make sure we, you know, we want to be, you know, move quickly on this, but also we want to be um, very mindful and to include the public, as, as you said, that's number one, because, you know, these are, that's, that's what our community is all about. The 110,000 plus students, that's our community. We're what, like in the top five largest uh, employers in the city. Industry. So it impacts a lot of people yeah. and we want to make sure that we get that, that feedback. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious now that, that, that things have, you know, the wheel is moving, as they say. And, you know, a lot of folks uh, are going to probably have opinions on whether we have somebody from the outside or whether there's someone, you know, in, in the city, uh, you know, that is selected. But that's all part of the, that's all part of the process, you know, of, of, of the selection of a leader of, of, of a school district of, of this size. Uh, so, you know, what is the new timetable for when uh, a pick uh, is selected and then, you know, you know, the process of them, you know, being in place by, by, by the right. new school year. So what's going on right now is that we have put up what we call an RFQ. That's a request for uh, queries, proposals from search firms. Sure. And so the search firm is really then going to take over a lot in terms of guiding and directing this process. Mm -hmm. But the full timeline is listed on the superintendent search website. And like I said, you can link it by going to SCS. K12, that's one and two, dot uh, org. Mm -hmm. And so um, 
that is where you can find the full timeline of where where the process is. So I think we're now back on track and we're very much moving forward and starting with these public meetings, getting the search firm in place and uh, voted on. That will likely take place in uh, by the January, uh, the next board meeting, which will take place in January. We have our December meeting uh, tomorrow and then our, our next board meeting when we come back after the holidays. Well, you know, it sounds like uh, things are moving in the right direction and uh, be interested to find out, uh, you know, how the board uh, votes uh, one way or another on this uh, this 3G situation. Uh, you know, as, as, as you said, there's a meeting tomorrow uh, to to talk about all of this. But listen, uh, one more time, uh, let folks know when the first public meeting is because they've been clamoring about being a part of this thing. So there's a meeting scheduled. You said Thursday night, correct? Right. There's a a meeting taking place on this coming Thursday, December 8th, that's open to the public. Um, Whether you have a student in the district or not, you're welcome to come. It's taking place at Snowden School Mm -hmm. Thursday, December 8th, beginning at 6 p.m. Sounds like a plan. Listen, if I don't talk to you before, you and your family have a very Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And, uh, you know, be safe out there. And I look forward to talking to you sometime in the new year. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you and all the listeners of Real Talk. Thank you so much, Michelle, for taking some time. I really appreciate it. You take care now, okay? My pleasure. Talk to you. All right, bye-bye. Michelle McKissick, ladies and gentlemen, uh, giving us uh, an update on what is happening with the Memphis and Shelby County schools, uh, especially in the search of a new superintendent Thursday night. At Snowden, the meeting, the first public meeting, if you're interested in all of this process, uh, then you need to go and check it out and listen for yourself. All right, we're going to take another break, and when we come back, we're going to shift gears, and we're going to talk to a young woman uh, who is uh, really doing a lot to impress upon our young women their worth with her organization. We'll talk more about it after the break. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip. We'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. This is Will Goodwin, co-founder at Crosstown Brewing Company. Just like WYXR, Crosstown Brewing supports Memphis music and our neighbors who use their talents to make it. Our beers can be found at our 3,000 square foot tap room right here at the Crosstown Concourse and at your favorite bars, restaurants, and stores throughout Tennessee, Mississippi, and Eastern Arkansas. Enjoy. WYXR supported by GPAC, presenting Australian guitarist Tommy Emmanuel on Friday, January 13th. Tommy Emmanuel is known for his fingerstyle technique, live performances, and use of percussive effects on the guitar. More information at gpacweb.com.
Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR. And he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. If you if if, if you're watching us on Facebook Live, you know we're kind of trying to adjust the camera in here. So because if you feel like you're getting dizzy, that's exactly what is going on. But but we're okay here. So listen, welcome back to the broadcast. And uh, my next guest is is really somebody I wanted to talk to. She's very special. Uh, she uh, founded an organization. Uh, called Know Thy Worth. I love the name of it, first of all, and and really dedicated to uh, really empowering our young women out here. I saw her story on ABC 24, and I, I was really taken by it, and I said, you know, I really want to talk to her and, and have more people who didn't get a chance to see it uh, be able to chance to have a chance to listen to her and hear her uh, with me tonight. Her name is Alice Hart. Alice, it's good to see you, and thank you, and welcome to Real Talk Memphis. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. A- absolutely. So, you know, first and foremost, uh, let's talk about uh, uh, the organization uh, in, in and of itself. Know Thy Worth is the title of the organization. I think that's absolutely amazing. What made you decide to create an organization like this? Um, I started thinking about this in 2019. I wrote it down, actually. I was praying about it. And, you know, COVID hit in 2020, but I created it in 2020, got everything done, paperwork done. But what made me um, start it is because I had, like, mentors in my life. Um, I had organizations like Streets, Red Zone, City Builders, and I had pastors, coaches, and I had role models in my life from middle school up to high school, even college and now. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to be that impact, you know, how you give back the same way somebody gave to you. So. Absolutely that. Now, I, I do know that there was one thing uh, in the piece that you talked about, and I wanted to uh, to, to kind of uh, talk a little bit about that, about the road, the road that uh, that you could go down <laughs> versus the road that you're trying to keep uh, other kids from, from going down. Talk about that, because that's extraordinarily important. The pull of the streets, uh, especially yeah. these days, is really, really dangerous. So I wanted you to share that, you know, in, in terms of that road, you know, and which road we need to go down. Well, as we can see in the news every day, especially with the young women, for me, I see it with the runaways or just the influence of um, the the streets to take the kids out the home, out the schools, and just be a bad influence. Mm. So. I think we just need people that look like the kids to show them that you can take a better route, be a professional, do the right thing. Exactly. Now you're also you're a, you're a Memphis police officer. Am I correct in that? Yes, sir. So so you're you're obviously uh, <laughs> sworn to protect and serve. Uh, you know our, our streets and, and our communities out there. You must see a lot. Uh, you know, in, in 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 terms of being in that position and a lot of things. Uh, because I talked about it earlier, uh, most of the issues that we see and hear about today involving our teens, either being suspects or victims uh, these days. I mean, they, they are really they, they are really taking themselves, you know, off off the streets. I saw some of the young ladies in your piece that were interviewed 
And how important is it just to be able to uh, be comfortable enough to be able to have an adult to talk to you about things? I think one young lady was really talking a lot about that. About yeah. So talk about the comfort that you provide, the ease uh, that you because because there's a trust that goes along with this. Am I correct? Yes, yes, yes. I just create a safe space. So we have a part in our mentoring where I have a box where you can put anonymous questions, and also the anonymous part. I do let them know, given my job, if it's too bad, I have to report it. Mm -hmm. But I just create a space where they can put questions in the box ask them and we can answer questions without them knowing where it come from. Mm -hmm. So we ask everybody in the group answer so somebody can go off the other person and just help them to feel comfortable to do so. How many young how many young ladies do you have in the program to this point? Right now we have 60, but 120 signed up and it's like 300 young women at the school. So the goal is to help more in the coming semesters. What school is it that you that you that you that you're based out of? Treadwell Middle. That's my alma mater. I graduated from Treadwell High School in 2009. Okay. Okay. So mm -hmm. so Treadmill Middle is 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 kind of what, the gathering place, so to speak, right? Yes. Yes. Right now, and the goal is to do citywide. The goal is to go citywide. So we need more volunteers and we need the funding, but. God willing, we'll get it next year. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about how how they uh, they can reach you or your organization uh, before I let you get out of here. But uh, you know, in, in terms of what you see with the young ladies that you're working with now, uh, that you're talking to now, uh, there's a trust that's developing. Are you seeing changes in attitudes from some of those that first joined you uh, in this versus uh, you know like however long they've been with you to to the present day, have you seen uh, some changes in them emotionally, uh, you know, in terms of uh, maturity and things like that? Well, it's Yes, and I feel like they will grow over time. So it's a steady, sometimes slow, but it's a steady growth. Yeah. So we just started this semester, but the goal is to make sure they focus on academics, leadership, etiquette, just basically pouring into them to grow as leaders. So, you know, you know, again, you know, I can't emphasize, uh, you know, the, the, the fact that uh, uh, there are two roads that you can take. You know, th there's a road of productivity and then, there, the, then the, that other road of trouble. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so, and, and that is really your focus. Right. I mean, really trying to get them to understand, you know what, there are choices that you can make for your life. And, uh, you know, we're here to help you hopefully make the right choice. Correct, correct, correct. Most definitely, yeah. most definitely. Well, listen, uh, I, I have really, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed watching the story. And I thought it was an amazing effort from somebody, you know, who's, who's, who's as young as you are to want to reach back uh, to pull some of these young ladies, you know, and let them know, look, know your worth. Uh, you know, you, you're valuable and uh, you're a valuable commodity and you could be somebody great one day. Uh, I think the biggest compliment uh, is folks uh, that say that they want to, you know, kind of emulate, uh, they, they want to emulate you, you know, in terms of what you're trying to do and trying to help other people. That's got to be pretty gratifying, I would imagine. Yeah, is this, <laughs> I think it's more, it is, it's, I think it's a good thing. I want people to want to help the kids because the next generation is so important. Like, how will we be treated? That's what I think about all the time. How will we be treated? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's a very good point. That, that really is a very good point. But listen, uh, before you go, if people want to get in touch with you, reach out, be a volunteer, what have you, uh, give them all the information, your website, your telephone number. How can they reach out and contact you? Okay, so the you can find me on Facebook, Know Thy Worth. Mm-hmm. My personal Facebook, Alice Hart, A-L-Y-C-E-H-A-R-T. Also, the nonprofit email is knowthyworth2020 at gmail.com. And a nonprofit phone number. I don't. <laughs> I'm That's sorry. Okay. That's all right. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If, you, if, if you can't find it, look, they can contact you. They can go to the website and reach out to you that way, right? Yes. Send you a DM yes. and like I did and get in contact with you and they can find out what they need to do. Well, listen, yes. congratulations on a, on, a, on a worthwhile organization and uh, keep keep up the good work and, and uh, you know, we're, we're pulling for you and we're here to support your efforts in any way we can. And if folks want to volunteer, Give with her. Uh, there's a definite, there's a definitely need out there. She said yes, and and she's looking for folks. Uh, Alice Hart, thank you so much for coming on Real Talk Memphis tonight. Best of luck to you uh, in your future endeavors. And uh, like I said, you're always welcome back. Thank you so much for the interview. Have a great night. Alice Hart, ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, the name of the organization is Know Thy Worth. And she's working with these young ladies out here. And, uh, you know, I I pray that uh, someone is uh, listening uh, who wants to be involved in this and, um, uh, you know, who wants to have, you know, to participate in the process. So uh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And it's always nice to be able to interview people who are doing good things. That's what I do on this show. I interview folks who are doing good things. Uh, for our community. We're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to shift gears and talk uh, about uh, a big award show that is uh, coming to our fair city uh, this weekend uh, called the Black Man Crowned Event. We're going to talk to the founders and we're going to talk about what we can expect. Uh, All that and more right after the break. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip. You know who you are. We'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. This is Clark Ward Keys, co-founder at Crosstown Brewing Company. We are proud to be WYXR's official beer sponsor for 2022. Memphis music deserves Memphis beer. Working with the WYXR team has been an awesome way to support local community radio and foster a deeper connection with music while doing it. Our Instagram and Facebook pages feature all the updates regarding CBC and WYXR's frequent collaborations. Enjoy following along. This is Will Goodwin, co-founder at Crosstown Brewing Company. Just like WYXR, Crosstown Brewing supports Memphis music and our neighbors who use their talents to make it. Our beers can be found at our 3,000 square foot tap room right here at the Crosstown Concourse and at your favorite bars, restaurants, and stores throughout Tennessee, Mississippi, and Eastern Arkansas. Enjoy. Music meets you wherever you are. A great record finds you, and the trick it pulls off is that it records you. The music always remembers who you were when it first hit you, and for the rest of your natural-born life, wherever you go, music can take you back. 
to whoever you were. At Loaded for Bear, the way we approach art and brand design is to find our clients wherever they really are, meet them there, and create lasting work that captures who they are. Just like y'all, we're from Memphis and we're listeners. Loaded for Bear is proud to ride for WYXR and community radio anywhere. Support for WYXR comes from Farm Burger. Farm Burger is your neighborhood grass-fed burger joint located in the East Atrium of Crosstown Concourse, offering custom grass-fed burgers, seasonal salads, and more. Farm Burger takes pride in their grass-fed beef and partners with local farmers such as Home Place Pastures, Bonnie Blue Farm, and Marmalou Farms. For more information, visit farmburger.com. WYXR supported by GPAC, presenting Australian guitarist Tommy Emmanuel on Friday, January 13th. Tommy Emmanuel is known for his fingerstyle technique, live performances, and use of percussive effects on the guitar. More information at gpacweb.com. Music this is Will Goodwin, co-founder at Crossdown Brewing record Company. Just like and the trick it pulls off is that it records you. The music always remembers who you were when it first hit you, and for the rest of your natural-born life, wherever you go, music can take you back to whoever you were. At Loaded for Bear, the way we approach art and brand design is to find our clients wherever they really are, meet them there, and create lasting work that captures who they are. Just like y'all, we're from Memphis, and we're listeners. Loaded for Bear is proud to ride for WYXR and community radio anywhere. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. Chip with you, and uh, we're rounding third and headed for home here. We talked about uh, this event at the top of the show. Uh, it was uh, created by Justin Hart. Now, uh, uh, he's not available right now. He had to take care of some business. He may join the interview in just a minute, but fear not. His vice president is joining us this evening. His name is Stephen Sanders. And, Stephen, welcome to Real Talk. It's good to see you. Good to see you too, brother. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. A- absolutely that. So this is uh, the uh, second uh, year of the event, the second annual Black Man Black Men Crowned event. Uh, it yes, will sir. be at the Kent this weekend. Am I correct? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Red carpet starts at 6 p.m. Uh, the war show starts at 7. So, you know, let's start at the beginning. Uh, you know, you're the vice president, so you've been in, you've been in on all of this since the beginning. Uh, what uh, prompted this? What what was the reason that this award show, which I think is great, by the way, uh, you know, was put, was put together to salute uh, folks here in our city? Well, you know, to be honest, it, it all started with the idea of trying to change the narrative around black men and how they're viewed, particularly here in the Mid-South. Um, a lot of times you turn on the news or you turn on the TV or you go on the Internet. Um, when you see anything involving black men, it's something negative, right? It's, 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 it highlights and celebrates the worst of us, you know, oftentimes our worst days. And so the idea was to create an award show where we celebrate, honor, and elevate 
uh, black men who are doing great things um, to hopefully, number one, change the narrative so we can have a different discussion about what it means to be a black man, specifically in the Mid-South, but then also for generations coming behind us so that they can see, they can aspire to be. You don't have to be a rapper. You don't have to be a ball player. You don't have to be any of that. You can be a successful black man in your community, make a positive impact, make a difference, and be celebrated and honored by the city that you work in. Um, and so that, that was the that was the idea. Um, and, you know, we had our first one last year, and it, it was a great success, and so we're bringing it back. Well, you know, it's something that is uh, very much needed, as you said. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we need some positive because all we do – Tend to see is negative, so uh, you know. So, so the individuals in question you selected ten, I believe, right? Yes, sir. And, yes, sir. And, and, and they're, very, they're in different categories, right? Yes, sir. So we have ten different categories mm-hmm. um, where uh, we wanted to highlight, you know, not just folks who are doing great things in education, not just folks who are doing great things in business, but across m- many facets. So we came up with the categories. Uh, we came up with um, a, a list of honorees. We actually have a, a, an advisory team that kind of goes in and votes on, on the folks who will get it for the year. Um, and so, we, yeah, we got, we got 10 folks, and uh, we're, we're really excited about it. Yeah, I see you know, it's Van Turner, and, uh, you know, yep. uh, there's, there's, there's several names on there that, that, that uh, you know, we should be very familiar with. Uh, so there's, right. a, there's a specific criteria, I would imagine, in terms of actually selecting uh, the 10. So it, it goes into the process of trying to pick who you're going to actually celebrate in this thing? Absolutely. So we, we created the categories, and we kind of created descriptions of what we uh, look for in those categories. And then we have our panel of folks, uh, our advisor team. They come up with the list of, of men based on, you know, what they see in the city, folks that they know. Um, and then they actually go in and we, we have a call and they vote on it and they, they come up with, uh, the folks that are actually be honored. So yeah, each category kind of has its own kind of description and, and kind of what we, what we think of that, that particular, um, that particular category. Mm-hmm. But then we do let our advisor team, uh, select the folks who will be honored. So uh, it's going to be at the Kent. Is that that's downtown, isn't it? Yes, yeah. sir. Downtown. Okay, downtown Memphis. And 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 you know, again, you know, you it was last year's event was 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 very well received. I know, whenever you launch something that's new, uh, you know, and different, mm-hmm. you, you're always curious uh, to know, you know, exactly, you know, how it will be received. Well, this is a very positive right. event. And I mean, from from what I was from what I'm to understand, last year's was was very. Well, I mean, were you surprised at, at at how well received it was, or did you all expect that? And no, I, you know, to be honest, we were all very surprised. So it's, you know, it, it, it's a team of us that works together to put it, uh, put on the show. And to be honest, you know, none of us have done anything like that before, right? So when we started kind of doing the work and, and, and going out and trying to talk to sponsors and get folks to support us, it was scary at first because, you know, we, none of us have names, you know, that, that are, you know, relevant to the events category sure. or, or things like that. And sure. so it, it was nerve wracking to, to go out there and, and talk to folks and try to get them to buy in and support. But I will say, you know, we were really surprised at the support that we received from the community. So, you know, we have folks like MLGNW on is sponsoring us. We have the Downtown Memphis Commission. You know, we have, you know, Red Cairo. We have all these Memphis-based organizations that are, they really got behind the dream and really got behind the vision that we had. Um, and, you know, we, we, we sold out, you know, and I, and I think, you know, with, you know, things being looming from COVID and all that, you know, we were, you know, we had the numbers kind of low um, in terms of attendance. But, I mean, we, we sold out. I think within two weeks of, of, of launching the tickets. And yeah. so, I mean, it was it was overwhelming to see the support that we received from the community and, and, and all our partners. You know, I, w- I was going to tell Justin this, um, but I tell you, Mr. VP, you know, I looked hard. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the list. I saw the yeah. list of the honorees this year, 
and I looked hard, and I thought it might have been an oversight. I didn't see Chip Washington's name on there, uh, but but I, <laughs> but I looked hard to see it. But I. I <laughs> <laughs> But listen, listen. <laughs> the, the, the great thing about the award so show Chip is Washington we'll be back again next year. Yeah, we'll be back next year. So yeah. I mean, any anyone that's not honored, and I mean, the the, the the truth of the matter is, you know, we would love to honor everybody, yeah, right? Because there are so many black men doing great things. That's a good um, thing. But, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, and and you know, throughout the year, we do have other um, events that we do outside of the award show. Um, where we do bring in other, you know, other black men in the city that are doing great things. And so, you know, this is just one piece of what Black Man Crown uh, as an organization is. But like I said, there's always next year. And, uh, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll make sure we double check that list next year. Uh, yeah, we had to jump, double check it now. I just wanted to make sure, you know, I, I was like, well, maybe they know how to spell the name, something like that. I'm just, look, I'm, I'm, I'm just picking at you. But listen, man, no, on, the, no. on the serious side, though, uh, congratulations uh, to you both. Thank you, sir. And, and, you. and really, uh, for what you do, I, I just think this is really a fantastic thing. And, and it should be uh, really uh, – the people that you honor are one thing, but the bigger picture of this is saying that we're celebrating uh, black men. We're celebrating the accomplishments of folks who are actually doing good things uh, to try to build this city. And that right. seems to be what the real message is. And I really congratulate you all for that. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Because I, I, honestly, that's our goal. And so to hear you say that, that means everything because that that's why we do it. Um, you know, we and one of the other goals that we had is to highlight men that don't always get highlighted, right? So we, we know here in Memphis, you know, there are a select group of guys or select group of people who always get the awards, who always get, you know, the praise and all that. Sure. Part of the goal, too, is to highlight the folks that don't always get highlighted because, you know, they are doing great work and it's important to celebrate everybody and not, you know, just to select you. Amen to that. Before you get out of here, uh, let everybody know mm-hmm. how they can, how they can uh, you know, get involved. If they want to get tickets, uh, you know, where they need to go, mm-hmm. uh, the information, the prices, all that, whatever you want to say in terms of the event that's coming the weekend. Absolutely. So you can find all the information on the event at Black Man Crown, both on Instagram and on Facebook. So if you go to uh, our Instagram or our Facebook, in our bio is a link uh, to all the information where you can find information about the tickets, um, the dress code, all of that is, is going to be in the bio on our social media. Um, and feel free to DM us. Uh, you know, we're, we're actively, you know, looking at everything. So if there's any questions, any concerns, you know, feel free to reach out to the page and we'll get back. Stephen, uh Steven Sanders is the vice president of this uh, organization, Black Men Crown organization. Uh, they're putting on a big event. Uh, it's Saturday night, right, Stephen? Yes, sir. Saturday night, red carpet starts at 6, the uh, war show starts at 7. 7 o'clock, the Black Men Crown event. Stephen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Tell Justin, mm-hmm. give him my regards, uh, give him my I regards, will. and hopefully I, we'll, we'll catch up down the road. But listen, uh, nothing but the best in, uh, luck this weekend. I uh, hope you have great success. hope it's a great show. And, uh, you Thank know, you. we'll talk to you again down the road. Take care now. Thank you, sir. You do the same. All right. Have a, good, uh, have a good night. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that puts the wrap on the show. Stephen Sanders, the vice president of uh, Black Men Crowned Event, the organization that's uh, happening this weekend. We had a good show tonight. A lot of information uh, passed forth. Uh, we talked about the uh, school board and some of the issues that they're dealing with. Uh, most importantly, uh, the superintendent search. They are going to have a uh, public meeting, their first one, this Thursday night over at Snowden. 
you know, the auditorium over there. And uh, so if you if you want to be involved, don't just talk about being involved. If you want to be involved, step in, get in the room, ask questions. Uh, they'll be there to address, uh, uh, you know, some of your concerns. Uh, some of the big questions are, are, are we looking, uh, you know, do people prefer to have a, a superintendent that is homegrown, so to speak, uh, someone that is here? Uh, the search is a national search. Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, who's going to lead the superintendent? Because next year there will be a new leader, a permanent leader uh, of the, uh, the superintendent of the Memphis and Shelby County Schools, and we need to make sure that we can at least pick the right one uh, in terms of that. Before I get out of here, I just want to say uh, I really appreciate uh, you all uh, who who tune in or listen in uh, to this radio broadcast. I don't know who you are. I know a lot of you on, on Facebook Live, and I see Michael Harris on there and Tamara Rhodes and Buddy Smith and, and uh, Sheila Phillips, and, and I thank you all for being a, a part of that. But the show is much bigger than Facebook Live. Uh, we are a podcast, of course. And uh, if you miss any part of the show live, the good part about all this is that you can catch us uh, wherever you get your podcast. We live in a podcast world now, so uh, there's absolutely no excuse for you missing it. Although I do like to see your names and your faces. Uh, if you happen to stop by Facebook Live, you can also see a, a repeat of the broadcast anytime as well. So as Lola plays us out, uh, once again, uh, really humbled, and uh, thank you all for uh, participating in this process. We like to call Real Talk Memphis. We work hard every week to try to bring you a broadcast uh, that is beneficial to you in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and so we really appreciate your participation. And as I always say, like, follow, share, and subscribe. Okay, follow the show, like the show, okay, and subscribe to it, and of course, share as well. So as uh, for uh, Lola and for Nicole and for Bryn and for me, uh, we really appreciate you uh, taking this hour of your time to be with us. So in the meantime, in between time, be safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Watch out for each other, okay, because we're better when we watch out for others uh, and care for others rather than ourselves. So you all take care. I'm Chip, and we're out. See you next week.